How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal. As always, to my right, my co-host, and my dad, Noel Teal. I am to your right. Yes. And uh, we've got a good show today. We have to continue the top uh, top five at every position for the NBA season. Shooting guards. Moving on to shooting guards. I don't think we're on now, the top five. This is way harder way because harder. in the in point guards, it was like there's five point guards, maybe there was, six. There six. Yeah, but there I read off the names and I was like, "There's like top 10, five? 10, 12, 15 good ones." I mean, this is gonna be difficult. I think we're gonna we're gonna leave some guys out that maybe we're like, "Dang, should do they really deserve to be left out?" But well, I'm I'm just tough wondering. Cuts will be made. I'm just wondering as a little uh, you know teaser: Will the guy all over your wall be in your list? I don't know the way he's playing this year. I think he's I think he's got to be on there. For those who haven't listened before, that would be one Paul George. Yes, PG thirteen. We'll, we'll we'll discuss him and and his really good season. How he, he is having is. a good season. But uh, we also have to talk about Deshaun Watson. He's back in rumors, and specifically with the Carolina Panthers. There's rumors out there that the Carolina Panthers are going all in, clearing cap space. They've cut multiple players over the last couple of weeks, clearing cap, and are prepared to offer a massive package for Deshaun Watson that me and you just one of the, don't quite understand. One of the dumbest things I've ever heard. Uh, also. Carson Wentz, uh, he may be having Give a new number. number. Give me my Michael number. Michael Pittman Jr., the uh, rookie wide receiver. He's standing has, tough. Is, He's is standing, standing tough. He says no to he, giving his number. There's a line in the sand so, in Indy. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to discuss that. And we got a lot uh, a lot of other news stories to cover. Let's, let's get into it. Let's run it. Let's get into our news from the weekend sports. Let's just start off with Deshaun Watson because this is just yet another rumor of the whole trade fiasco going on in the offseason and where he could be going and all this stuff that uh, the media loves mm-hmm. with Deshaun Watson. Well, the n- I, first of all, okay, the fact that Carolina, yeah, who is, like you said, they just cut Kawan Short and Trey Boston, two really good vets. To clear cap space, so yeah, th- this is the newest development. Is that there is there is rumors out there and reports that Carolina is going all in on to get Deshaun Watson. They are clearing cap space. They've released Trey Boston and Kawan Short, restructured restructured like three offensive lineman deals, and they've created over like thirty million, I think, forty million in cap space, and have rumored to have offered. This is just a rumor. I mm-hmm. can't confirm or deny. That the offer on the table has been three first-round picks, Teddy Bridgewater obviously in return, and Christian McCaffrey on top of the three first-round picks. Okay, two or three first-round picks. I think it was three. I just I'll let you speak first. I think that going to Willy Wonka's chocolate factory is more realistic in my life than seeing this trade go through. You're going to. You just signed Christian McCaffrey. You just paid him a twenty-one million dollar signing bonus. Right. You, you have a team that, no offense, Carolina, you're not one quarterback away from winning the Super Bowl. That's the biggest thing. Is that the biggest thing is that 
what what do you let, let's say they they would they did this trade uh-huh what is what are they getting what are they are they get they're getting three wins three more wins i'm, I'm not saying three wins they, they were five and eleven last year are they going eight and eight yes they're gonna go eight and eight maybe on a great year nine and seven that's what i'm saying and then what are they doing and then the playoffs with they're not even making the playoffs that's what i'm saying like i'm confused this is a team that needs to that has a pick at number eight i believe that they have teddy bridgewater that that I didn't really see that was not the issue. That like they there had a not. really good offense. Their defense was terrible. Their wide receivers are very good. And yeah. then here's the other thing. Let's say they trade with uh, with Houston. With Houston and and the whole the great the greatest thing mm-hmm. is that every time you hear about Deshaun Watson is Deshaun Watson has no weapons and no defense and no offensive line and he's still uh, putting up great numbers. Yeah. So you go to let's say he goes to uh, Carolina. Now the best player on the entire team is now on the Texans in McCaffrey, so he loses his best offensive weapon. Right, you're gonna go with big you, fatty, let's Mike say, Davis. Okay, fine. You want to compare their wide receivers? Let's say they upgrade. It's not like this. They get Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. He upgrades a wide receiver. The offensive line, I believe the PFF grade, he's going from the 25th best, um, the 25th worst offensive line to the 18th. So it's still a below average offensive line. And defensively. I believe the Texans were like 27 in defense, and the Panthers were like 21st. Right. So I'm confused. What what is what are you doing to Deshaun Watson? What is Deshaun Watson going to do with that? Not to mention all the dead cap money that you'd have to pay that from Teddy Bridgewater and McCaffrey right. that you would be exactly. sending. Or, like the Panthers, I don't get this trade at all. And then you're going to give up three first round draft picks on top of that. And that's the other thing is that it's not just Deshaun. You're not trading for Deshaun Watson. You're trading for a 40 million dollar quarterback. Then you're trading your best player on your team, which in McCaffrey, giving up three first-round picks, and you're in a rebuilding mode. It just doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry. Going to the chocolate factory and hanging out with Willy Wonka totally seems more realistic. It does. I I don't get this. And it, and it could be one first round. It could be two. That's just not the point. It, the point is that this team, their main focus right now should not be trading for Deshaun Watson. It shouldn't be trading for a quarterback at all. Teddy Bridgewater is in there right now to fill in to be a quarterback that can maybe get you to the playoffs maybe get you a win in the maybe he's they're not winning super bowls and they know they're not right what they what they're going to do this year at eight is probably take a quarterback whether it's trey lance or somebody and that's the best thing that they can do get defensive players you you have a loaded offense so get, draft defensively and try to turn your, your your team around trading for a 40 million dollar quarterback who i don't know what he's going to do like like we said, trading for Deshaun Watson, I just don't understand what is that going to do to the Carolina Panthers. It's not going to make them you, better. It's, it's not, not making you better. any any close to the Super Bowl contenders. Nope. Now let, let's let's say this: if they could get him without trading Christian McCaffrey, does that trade become a little more enticing? Sure, sure. sure. If they if you would have told me they were going to give up three first round draft picks and Bridgewater, that's it, right? Or or fine, two two first round draft picks and and. Uh, Bridgewater mm-hmm. for Watson, or two firsts and a second, two firsts and a third, and yeah. and Bridgewater. All of these, I would have been like, okay, fine. You think you're upgrading? You're getting a younger guy. He's coming back to Carolina where he played, but, you know, Clemson. The, the big thing in the in the headline is the McCaffrey going back to the Texans, makes, which makes absolutely no, no sense. No, makes the whole makes the whole trade so stupid. Right. So that's the part I don't get. Now, again, like we just said, if they were to, if something were to come out and that they weren't offering uh, McCaffrey. Then let's talk. 
It's Do I think it still makes them a like it, it? It excels them a lot. No, because listen, it's this. I think they're in the same situation. They had one more win than the Texans because they're the same. The it, team is basically is the it same. going to happen? No, I, I can't see it. Nope, moving I really on. don't. Moving on. Moving on. Let's move on to the uh, NBA All Star Game. They announced the starters. The uh, reserves actually get announced today, but the starters were announced. Uh, let, let's start with the West. I think no surprise. Luka Doncic at point guard. Really? Uh, he made it? Yeah. <laughs> they had Curry as well in there. LeBron is the captain. Yep. And Jokic and Kawhi Leonard round out. There's that. nobody that would have beat that that I feel should have been in that top five. No. Except Luka Doncic came out and said he doesn't feel like he should be in the uh oh, that's nice. Okay, should wait. be a starter. He thinks Damian Lillard should have been the starting point guard. Damian Lillard, I, I beg to differ. Damian Lillard's probably the only player in the West that might have any gripe at all. But if you look at what Luka Doncic, even though they're not winning, if you see his numbers, he's the only reason they have wins. Yes, like that. I, I'm sorry. He yeah. he some he sometimes has to go out there and just single handedly do everything himself. Yeah, that so, that, yeah. that 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 West is is as good as it gets. Yeah, that that's a. That's a stacked team right there. That is a stacked team. That's a stacked team. That's a lot of scoring. The uh, the Eastern Conference, you have Kyrie and Bradley Beal in the uh, in the backcourt. Yep. That's also as good as it gets. Kevin Durant as the uh, captain, and then Giannis and Joel Embiid. Again. Again, nothing no. that you could really debate. The only thing that people could slightly debate was Harden over Beal, but with the season Beal's having, the numbers he's putting up. He's leading the league in scoring. I mean, you can't leave him. You're not going to leave him. After last year, we didn't even make the All-Star team. Correct. Yeah. So he, the, Again, I don't have any problem with the NBA starters. I yeah. think all eight, all ten of these guys are highly deserving. I mean, yeah. you have you have four guys in there who are challenging for the MVP race. Right. You know, and every one of those guys on that team, this is not like a, a popularity contest where, like in baseball, you get, you know, hey, uh, you know, X, you know, whoever is, or uh, John Carlos Stanton or Aaron Judge is on the All-Star team, and, you know, they're out half the season, and they have right. four home runs, but the, everybody loves them. Mm-hmm. This is all, every one of these guys is having a phenomenal season. Yeah, they really are. And it's cra- it's kind of crazy to look at some of these, these All-Star selections, like the amount of times they've been in the All-Star game. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant's been in 11 times. Yeah, well, that's shocking. Uh, LeBron's been in 17. <laughs> 17 times he's been All-Star. Uh, surprising enough, Kawhi's only been five. Yeah, that's crazy. Kawhi's only been five-time All-Star. Yeah, and there's a reason for that. Because when you play in San Antonio right. and you're not winning championships, they don't. nobody knows that you're playing. That's true. Kyrie has seven. I'm I really... Mean, yeah. What I'm most really looking for are the reserves. Like... If, I don't care. Here's the thing. I don't care who makes the reserves. Mm-hmm. If Nikola Vucevic, that's what I was gonna say, is not on there, then the NBA is a joke. The, the All Star is a joke if Vuce is not and, in the back. And the reason center. I think he will, yeah, is because this is a this is a coaching the reserve the the starters is like fan vote. Yep. I I believe the the reserves is coaching vote and like player vote combined. Mm-hmm. I don't think it has to do. I think the fan vote is like the lowest percentage that factors into who makes it. Yeah. Every single coach, for my Magic fans out there, I know there's not a lot of us, but my Magic fans, every coach in a press conference, either after the game before when they're asked about Vucevic, they say he's he's one of the best players, you know, one of the best players that they have to scheme against, like the hardest, one of the hardest players to scheme against. So every coach, he's going to get every coach's vote. Yep. I mean, it, it will be so silly, like, I swear if, if 
if Bam Adebayo gets over him, like doesn't even have the numbers, but it's just a... Bam Adebayo is averaging 19 points and 9 rebounds a game. I mean, it's Vooch not... is averaging 25 points and 12. It's 25 and 12. And... Look at the shooting percentages. He's shooting 50 from the floor. Yeah. He's shooting like 50 from three. He's shooting like better than Steph Curry from three. And it's not that he takes one three-pointer every three games. He averages like five threes a game that he that and, he shoots. And the last three games, he scored like 45, 40, and 37. Like, he's been unstoppable. I, so, I'm I with really, you on that. I really hope. All right, I'll throw out a couple of names. Tell me if they're going to be all-stars. Yeah. Okay? I mean, certainly Trey Young and Zach Levine are going to be on that team. Both will be in there. Right. And and Zach Levine, it could be, they're, they're saying, could be the Bradley Beal from last year where he has the numbers and he gets snubbed. I don't so, think so. I think he should. I think he's he's playing it fantastic. Yeah, he really is. Ben Simmons. I another <laughs> one. I swear if he's on there. God, I I hope not. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown will be on there. Yeah. yeah I agree. He he's having a great season. Uh, he, Fred Van Vliet. Him and his teammate Tatum. Van Fleet. Mm, I'm gonna go with no. Okay. I think I don't think he makes it. All right. Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant on Detroit, who's having yeah, a phenomenal yeah, season, but he's on Detroit. You going? No? Uh, I'm going with. I'm going with no, because okay. I think Randall is going to make it over him. I, I was just going to put a Julius I think Randall, Randall. Again, Got to put him in there. He's playing great. Come on. All right, on the west side. Yeah. Right. Lil, Damian Lillard will absolutely be absolutely on the team. Be in Donovan there. Mitchell will absolutely, absolutely be on the be team. Devin Chris, Booker will be in yes. there. Chris Paul. I don't think he makes it. No? I think it's only room for one son, and it's Booker. Yeah, I agree. DeMar DeRozan. Uh, DeMar, it's tough because... Another 20-point scorer. Yeah, he's having a good year, but I think he doesn't make it. All right. Between, I don't think he makes it. Between these two point guards, mm-hmm. Mike Conley Jr. and De'Aaron Fox. I think you got to give it to Fox. He's wow. having a great year. So and, and he's keeping them in... But Conley Con- is. Conley missed a bunch of games as well. He is, but they're they're, they're twenty and two in I their know. last. I like twenty two. I think Fox's numbers are better. All right, Anthony Davis. Ooh, I was not expecting this one. I think yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. I think obviously. Yeah, Zion. I don't. He's not going to play in it. I don't think. You know, Zion should. I was watching his game the other day. Like Zion, that dude is a beast. He's, that dude is ridiculous. He just he's so big and he just destroys people in the paint. He's going to um, I think, yeah. I do, too. I I, first of all, why would the NBA not put him in that game? Right. right? Um, Paul George and Rudy Gobert will definitely be on the team. Yeah. What about uh, somebody like Brandon Ingram? Ingram's not going to... Nah. No. I think, there's again, there's only room for one New Orleans player. I think Zion's going to take that over him. All right. And then who was having a great year until he got hurt was yeah. Christian Wood. And that's... It's a tricky one because he's, I feel like he's been out for like a month. Yeah. So I think he misses it. Barely, and right. get snubbed. Right. I think Wood gets snubbed. I look we'll forward see. to it. It's going to be good. But if Vucevic is not on the team, I'm not watching the All Star game. I'll be mad. I I'll be I so mad. I won't watch the game. Come on. Yeah, but moving on. Let let's let's move on to a a uh, a story that is it's kind of funny. Oh, you're gonna let me tell the story? No, Come on, you know next. you want. Yours will be next. Oh, but right. kind of funny. Carson Wentz. Oh, that one. Yeah, that is, is funny. Uh, has been traded obviously to the Colts. Yep. And number eleven, he is number eleven. Number 11. And there's a he's there's already 11. a number eleven. He's been number eleven since North Dakota State. He has. Yep. That's a good point. So, I just so typically, what happens when a quarterback is traded? What, yeah. And he's a decent quarterback, and he goes to a new team. Right. When what a happens? quarterback is traded, usually 
either the player who has the number huh? is like nice and he goes, take my number, my man. You're, you're the QB1 right now. Correct. Or they work out a deal where he pays for it. Correct. Or gives him a car for it, whatever. Something fun. Michael Pittman Jr. comes out and says, F you. Basically <laughs> says, F you. I'm number 11. You get a new number. And uh, Carson Wentz was like, eh, I'll start new. Yeah, I'll pick a new number. I know. I, but do you really think Carson Wentz just went... Okay, Michael, it's okay. You know, you're you've been in right. the league one year. You, pl- you, you played half a year. You, you you had a couple of catches down the stretch. You even had a touchdown or two. Like, hey, you could keep eleven. I'm gonna start new. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's how the conversation went down? Because that's the way they're Not portraying exactly, in the media. Exactly. No, think. you don't think so? Because that's how you know Michael Pittman's like Carson Wentz was cool about it. He's so chill. Right. Yeah. yeah, Carson Wentz behind his uh, deep down under you know when nobody was looking was like who the f is this dude right right give me a break <laughs> that's exactly probably what it is it's like who is Michael Pittman Jr. That's he probably had to look him up and be like Michael Pittman Jr. God that sounds familiar right. where did he play he played somewhere in California I think for college <laughs> come on this is crazy no one else in the world would have been like yep dude no you're QB one man you, yeah you know you got to get a new number right <laughs> I love it it's but, kind I, of funny. but I got a funnier story. And I know you're like, oh, it's not real sports, but man, this is hysterical. All right, so the 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 number one German women's beach volleyball team, the one that's going to the Olympics, the one that's really good, right? Uh, they have a big tournament in, in in Qatar next month. Qatar, Qatar, however you want to pronounce it. Um, they are the I only. Thought it was Qatar. Yeah, I know the people say different things. Even people who live in Qatar call it different things. But they are the only country that is not sending their team. To this tournament. And do you know why? Why? Not because it's in Qatar. Not because it's really, really hot. Because Qatar is not allowing them to wear bikinis. What a shame. They are not allowed to wear their uniform of choice. It's shame on Qatar. They are making them wear long sleeve shirts and long pants. I'm, is, is Qatar like... It's one of those Arab countries that doesn't allow women to like wow. show skin. So... Meanwhile, they allowed it in a track and field competition last year. They don't have any issues with the men and what they wear, but the women have to wear long shirts and long pants to play beach volleyball in 102-degree weather. I disagree. I think it's hysterical. They're like, if we would have... The, the female players were asked uh, to, to wear this, and they, were, they basically were like, wait a minute, this is insane. Yeah. They're like, you're not going to tell me what to wear. I go to a job. This is my uniform. But I thought that was hysterical. I read that, and I almost fell off my chair. Back to real sports. Oh, for, uh, boy, you're for, so lame. For one more story. DeMarcus Cousins released from the Rockets. DeMarcus Cousins. God, was he great back when. It's kind of funny because I remember DeMarcus Cousins got traded to the Pelicans because it was the whole save Anthony Davis thing. Yep. Get him another star. And he was playing amazing. I, I think it was his like first game or second game, and it was like nationally televised, and I was watching. And he had like a 40-point double-double with like 20. Like twenty rebounds. Yeah. And then what happened to him? He tore his ace, he tore his Achilles. Tore his Achilles. Tore his quad the next year. Was out two years. He had a decent year. He was averaging like thirteen and eight, thirteen and ten. And then for he went the to Rockets. And then he went to Golden State. No, I'm saying for the Rockets. Yeah. This year, but that, was, no, I'm saying last year he went to Golden State. Mm-hmm. He sat out like almost the whole year. Came back for the playoff run, and then goes to Houston this year, and they. They guarantee him $2.3 million. Like, it was nothing. So now they're cutting him because Christian Wood is coming back from injury reserve and they want him to play more. And, of course, he gets cut by Houston or mm-hmm. is getting cut by Houston. And what happens to his phone four seconds later? 
LeBron Ring. calls. LeBron calls. Hey, buddy, Anthony yeah. Davis is going to be out for a while. Why don't you come hang out over here? That's where I'll probably end up. He's going to – they're already working on it. Yeah. He'll uh, end up there. Dude, the rich always get richer, man. Yeah. Well, he was on – that was the team. The The Warriors was two years ago. All right. Yeah, With the whole playoff run. La- it was the Lakers that signed him, and he tore his quad or whatever last year, and they, they had to release him. Dude, he is, he is a – he's two weird steps away from having no – Achilles, calf, <laughs> hamstring, knee, hip. Yeah. Scary stuff there. <laughs> Look, it's uh it's a, it's a, it's an interesting week in sports. It is. And and you know, tomorrow the franchise tags start. Yep. So that that's going to be starting. We'll see what D- happens. Dak was or the Cowboys said that they are hopeful to get a deal just keep saying hopeful. Yeah, yeah, yeah hopeful, hopeful, hopeful. Um, not, not close or anything, but yeah. it'll be interesting to see who the tags are. Yeah. And um, you know, uh, the Masters is coming up, and Tiger Woods is looking a little, 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 little problematic. He, he's always hurt. Little problematic, but right. hey, next next Friday, you know where I will be? Where will he be? I will be at Bay Hill. I know. I will. I'm be. mad that you're not taking. I'm me. not taking you. I am going to walk around and drink and have a good time and watch the players play without you. All right. Well, we have a uh, Portman segment, uh, important segment to get to. Uh, top shooting guards. But first, take a break. Get a word from our sponsor, and we'll get back. And uh, let's get we'll get into a heated discussion about this. Okay. Back on the sports appeal, let's get into our top five shooting guards. And I'll be honest, it's not easy. It's really not. No, and when not. we say top five, and I'll we'll talk about players that missed the cut for us. It's not like the players that missed it aren't bad. It's just that there's so many, there's so many good ones that even the six and seven guys are the t- some of the top players in the league. Yep. That's the craziest part. So let's start. Let's just acknowledge some players that are are playing good this year, mm-hmm. but obviously can't be considered for the top five. And then we'll get to the guys that just miss it. For me, Terry Rozier is playing exceptional. The dude is hit. I, I was watching the game the other night against Golden State, and he single-handedly came back and hit clutch three after clutch three, averaging 21, uh, 21 and three. I mean, listen, his, his stats are cute. No, no, but, his stats are it, – it's it's crazy because this guy signed a deal and everyone was like, why are you paying Terry Rozier, like, all this money? Mm-hmm. And he sucked mm-hmm. the first year. He was not very good last year. Nope. And then they drafted Lamelo, and I think it pissed him off, and he moved to <laughs> shooting guard, and he's playing really good. So he missed it. Uh, how, how about Evan Fournier? Evan Fournier is having a great year, not talked about because he's, like, a meme in the NBA. Well, but he's having a great year. He, he honestly – if he played the rest of his games, he was out the whole the like half the season. Yeah. He would be he'd have, he'd have his his numbers would be up there. He's averaging 20, 20 points a game. Yeah. So I think he, I mean he obviously he missed it, but I think right there is Fred Van Fleet. But I think he's more of a I consider him more point guard than a shooting guard. But yeah, he's, I do, I do he's too. listed as a shooting guard here. Uh, Victor Oladipo is just not the same guy anymore, so I don't think he can be uh, considered there. And Shea Gilgis Alexander. Is up and coming, and if yes. we're talking two years in the future, He'll that dude's going to be going to be in that list. But yep. right now, he can't compete with any guys above him. He's, I mean, he's he's just a and what, straight baller. And watch out for Emmanuel quickly. I love this kid in in, yeah. in New York. He Knicks. really he's he going to minutes. He just needs minutes. He gets exactly. eighteen minutes a game. Yeah, on that the, team. The, but the, he's getting more now, and and he's going to be a player. Right. He, he's really good. All right, shall we get to the to the miss? Just miss the cuts, because because we have. I have my top five. Wait, so we, those are the ones who just missed. The well, th- those were just considerations no, or whatever. I'm ready to go right to the five. I I have 
a couple that that just missed that are that are seven se- uh eight seven we, eight. We could talk about them six. afterwards. Let's go right to the no, five. I'm saying I know. We'll I lo- I I left out. Uh, all right, fine. F- number five for me. Yep. I have Devin Booker. Devin Booker. Devin Booker at number five. Okay. Devin Booker. As we speak, actually, after a, uh, as we're recording this, mm-hmm. I believe had twenty five points or thirty points in the first half. <laughs> as we're as we're recording this, and it's just he has these games a bunch. He averages twenty five points a game. Yep. He, I mean, he's just a he's just a scorer. He he. Every time I watch him, we we've seen the Suns come to Orlando a bunch of times when we've been to Magic games. Yep. He dominates. He's like. He's such a good catch and shoot guy. He's a great. He has he pulls up from anywhere on the court, and he just scores. Like it, it's one of those. It's one of those guys that you that he's just one of the best scorers in the league, and you mm-hmm. can't deny that he has just been so consistent, even when the Suns sucked. And he was on that team. He's been in the league since 2015, so this you know sixth year, and they've sucked for five years. <laughs> so and he's still been consistent, averaging 25. You know he's averaged 25. 28 30 30 and i mean it's it's just he's he's so consistent so yeah. i gotta give it to him for this year in particular he's number five and uh and guess what they're they're one of the best teams in the west right now yeah the no Suns. he's look he's having a great year i mean i told you this this phoenix team to me it, it's awesome mm-hmm. you know i think this team is in the next couple of years going to be challenging you know, for that top three spot in the West, you know, and then right there in four or five right now. Um, for me, number five was Paul George. So he's having a phenomenal season for Paul George. I mean, he's, he's averaging 24, six and six, you know, and obviously the Clippers are doing really well. He's just a little off his game, you know, like he's just, a, you know, and I, I don't know if it's so much that he's in Kawhi's shadow on that team where, you know, Kawhi is basically the guy who is the first shot. And if he can't get one, he gives it to Paul George, right. you know, and there's so many weapons on that team. And, you know, so I, from my perspective is he's still a top five shooting guard in the league. But I put him at number five just because I think they're just four guys playing better than him overall this season. I see. Um, I actually have George at a, a little up on my list. Okay. Just because this right. year. At four, I have Jalen Brown. Hmm. And the reason is because Jalen Brown just completely has has grown into a player that he really – he just, like, wasn't supposed to be – this elite shooter, this this second star. I don't. I think his ceiling was like was like role player. That, mm-hmm. I I don't know. I just felt like that was his ceiling. I get he was the third overall pick, but drafted in 2016, he really wasn't that great of a player coming into the league. You know, in the 15th this year, he's exploded, averaging 26. 26, 5, and 4. Mm-hmm. And when Tatum was out for like three weeks due to COVID, he was scoring 30 left and right. And now that Tatum's co- Tatum has come back, him and, and, and Tatum are, are averaging about the same. And they're just going – it's like a 1-2. If Tatum's uh, if Tatum's not hitting his shots, Brown will Brown will hit it. You yep. know, yep. He, He's not like this guy that if Tatum's not hitting his shots, well, they're screwed. This guy has become the second star on the team. Agreed. And I think that this, this year especially, it's props – have to be given to him, and he's, so he's un- four on my list. So, unfortunately, Jalen Brown was on my outside looking in. Oof. Yes, I know. Very, and very there you go. And there you go. Where my number four came in is C.J. McCollum. 
mm-hmm. right? This is a guy who unfortunately plays in the other guy, Dame Lillard's shadow. Yeah. But you don't realize how awesome this guy is. And Every he's been, he's been hurt for most of the year, but. Oh, but in the hurt, games he was in. Hurt for most of the year, but the games that he's in, he's averaging like 29 points a game, right? He is literally the guy who's playing 33 to 38 minutes a game. Every year he's gotten better. Every year his points have gone up. Every year his assists have gone up. He's just this quiet little guy who gives you 20-something points every game, and then some games he gives you 30 and 40. Like, he's just, he's unbelievably consistent. He's actually averaging 27 points per game, five assists, and four re- rebounds. Yeah. I just, I love his game. I, I think he's, that makes the most, one of the most potent backcourts in all of basketball. I mean, if they ever had a forward or a center, that team would really, you know, actually be doing they something. Stay healthy. Yeah, but and staying healthy is other the key. But he's my number four shooting guard in the league. All right. Uh, number three is is George for me. I think that George is just he he's all these offensive stats are pretty much the same. They're averaging twenty five to twenty seven points. They're all going to give you points. They're all getting you uh, uh, some rebounds and assists, averaging around three to five, whatever. But George is just different because he brings the defensive aspect. Like he is yep. he is the definition of the of a two way player. Mm-hmm. Like like that was the whole reason when they got Kawhi and Paul George. Yeah, they're going to two really good shooters. But defensively, they're going to be a top five defensive team because they have two of the best defensive players in all the league. Mm-hmm. So I think that he he gets put above above Brown and and Booker for me because he's just as good of a scorer. He's pretty, I would say, more athletic than probably both of them at you know getting to the rim and just not shooting from the outside. But I think that he you know with his defensive what he brings defensively puts him above above both of them he's just not as good of a scorer as as one and two which is why he's at yeah. three for me for this season so for me thank, it, thank god he's not playoff paul george from last year <laughs> he would not be anywhere near this list so for me number three is donovan mitchell right I, I, on the best team in the league yep the guy is mr consistent mm-hmm. he is the the 20 something point score every game he is the person who literally, if you need a bucket, you give him the ball. He's yep. averaging 25, 5, and 5, 25, 5, and 4. And I mean, if you look at this team, I mean, he consistently, game in, game out, just produces. Yep. You know, and I mean, I was looking over his stats this morning. I don't I couldn't find a game where he had like less than nine field goals. Like, yeah. I mean, he's just always putting points. It was, it was like watching his his score his scorecard is like 30 27 36 26 26 24 yeah. i mean you just can't if if you can get that kind of production out of your shooting guard every single night god bless you man yeah. i uh he misses my cut and it's just it, it right i mean best team in the he's, league he's, best yeah, team yeah. in the league he's i mean he's he, i'll just say it, he's six for me like he's he just missed the cut he's the one out and it's just because like I, he's great i think he's fantastic and it, yes, he's on the best team in the league, and it it helps. But I just find that the five people above him are just yeah, better this year, and that's the hardest part. I just think they're they're playing better this year on a you know a team that you know maybe they're they're just you know putting up better numbers than he is. So you know how you have of, uh, so you know how you have Donovan Mitchell on the, just on the outside looking in. Yeah, for me that was Zach Levine. Yeah. you know like the no, guy he, averages yeah, twenty nine points a game. But when we we watched the Chicago Bulls game the other yeah. day. He takes every shot. All right. that, like, that's uh, the thing with that's the thing that separates Levine from everyone else, and he was probably seven eight for me. Yeah, is Zach Levine is a great scorer, scorer, great great player. He he can take over a game if you need him, but 
the difference between him and a and a Tatum, a him and a, a Jalen Brown, a, you know, a him and a and a Paul George is he he takes so many he, he takes half the shots of the team if 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 not more right and and never looks to pass he's like he's like James Harden on the you know on the Rockets all yep. those years that yeah no one's gonna take anything away from James Harden how he puts averages you know he averaged 35 40 points a game yep. he also took every shot and now I'm, I'm not saying that if i took every shot in that medium i would make it all and that's why you know nothing to take away from him but, but he, he, he averages 25 shots per game i mean he he just i i think it's just it a lot of this is like the team people are on yeah and levine that hurts him in, in you know the rankings. Listen, if if I was playing three on three ball on the playground, right, he'd be my first choice. <laughs> but in an NBA team, he's yeah. he's not on my team. He's not I on agree. my top five. I agree. Uh, I'll move so, to two. So we got two. One and yeah, two. One and two. And we, we have got the same. The same, one same and two. two. And it, it's oh, this is. I mean, it's just hard because if I'm ba- no, it's not. If I'm basing it off this season, it's not. But I just. I feel you know disrespectful to Harden, who's my second, and uh, oh, wow, you you put really? James Harden too. I did. You put James Harden too. I put James Harden too, and oh it's my God. all because I gotta of, hear. Th- I gotta hear this crap. I mean, it's all about the the situation. Okay. I mean, you're you're talking about a a guy who's putting up. I understand twenty five and and eleven assists. It's you know he's the best passing shoot guard, passing shooting guard on this list. That's for sure, um, but. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, one and two for me came to came down to value of their team, and it's just exactly. So how the heck do you put? How are you putting Bradley Beal first? I mean, take take away the, Bradley Beal on that team, so they'd have one win instead of four. I mean, no, no, you're talking about a, a team that they're actually better off with Russell Westbrook not playing. So take Russell Westbrook out of the equation, if you yeah. know he. he just take him out of the team. Oh, sorry, I did disrespect. They have ten wins this year, and and I just can't, I just can't take away from Bradley Beal is averaging thirty three points a game, I and that. every single night, win or loss, I don't care if they win or lose or whatever, he scores like forty points. I don't know how he's averaging thirty two. I think he's, I thought he was averaging forty. <laughs> well, he threw up a seven against the there's, Miami There's Heat a the difference night. between Levine and and Beal because Beal probably takes half the shots. Beal yeah. makes seventy five percent of his shots, like. <laughs> I don't know his exact shooting percentage, but he's not that high. <laughs> I just the guy, uh, the guy, uh, you know, he Bradley Beal is the James Har- having a James Harden season of past years that James Harden has had. Okay, and that's on. why he's number one. Hold, okay, for this season. Hold on, Mister I Test. I'm oh, going to give you stats. Hold Hard, on, just Harden. Hold on. Hold on. Ha- Harden is two for me shh, because shush, of the fact shush, that he's on shush, the Nets. Shush, shush, Mr. He hits all 75% of his shots. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the last five games shooting. Okay. Last five games. Yeah, last five I'm games. About this I don't care. Last five games. Ready? Yeah. 11 of 23, mm-hmm. 1 of 14, 11 of 22, 10 of 24, 8 of 20. And as we sit here, he is shooting 6 for 10 and 1 for 1 against the Lakers with 13 points. Okay. First of all, I'm sorry. Listen, he's an amazing scorer, and he is silky smooth with the basketball. We'll give him that. And that's why he's number two in my league, because if you need pure scoring, he is the Steph Curry of move over to the side, you know, on the shooting guard side. Mm -hmm. But come on, dude. You have watched enough basketball to realize the best shooting guard 
in the league is James Harden. The guy can literally do it all. I just shoot see it, the three. I just see it from the fact that take away Harden from the Nets and you know take anyone oh, Harden, Harden from the Nets. anywhere. But I, I'm I'm just looking at the fact that Beal uh, Beal is so another one. He's he's with Devin Booker and the fact that he's every year he has averaged this amount of you know average. 20 25 plus points and every year he's been consistent no matter they've always sucked the, the wizards whether he's had john wall or no john wall whether he's had russell westbrook he, he yeah. plays better without westbrook, I, westbrook I understand and that, he has no one around him james harden is playing with durant and irving and he's still putting up 25 points a game and I, th- and this two these two are undoubtedly the best two point guards it just came down to value to me and then if but, you took away okay. each player from their team so could we, the impact of could, it. could we look at it this way mm-hmm. okay number one Okay, who is the best isolation one-on-one guy? James Harden. James Harden. Right. Who is the best guy of taking the ball to the hoop as a shooting guard? In terms of these two? Yes. Harden. Harden. Right. right? Who is the better three-point shooter? Harden. Eh, like, yeah. I don't I, know about that. I'm telling you, the, the, there there is no comparison when it comes to these two players. Like, Bradley Beal is just the pure... He, you know what Bradley Beal reminds me of? Mm-hmm. Carmelo Anthony. Like, can literally score from anywhere on the Here's court. Here's what I will say. If I were like, if we're talking about starting a team and who I'd rather have, I'd rather have Harden, no doubt. Then why wouldn't he be your number one? I'm talking about this this season alone. How the season has started, the best shooting guard in the league so far is okay. Is Bradley Beal? We were watching the. I don't know if you were watching with me the whole time, but the Nets were playing. We're playing the Clippers the other night. What was amazing to watch was how easy Mm -hmm. the baskets come for Harden. Yeah, Harden will be down low to a little hook. Harden will do like a little crossover dribble, take a, a stutter step, do a little uh, whatever they call Euro step, and go right to the basket, and he lays it in. Yeah. Harden will do a step back and just shoot the three. He's unbelievable. All, all I'm saying is one one person was an All Star starter and one wasn't for a reason. Oh, don't and even go there. That's why one is that, one and one is two. That's the only reason is because he was moved over no. in the middle of the year. But in uh, positions. But yeah, the two, the two that missed my list is Levine and Mitchell, yeah. and that's the big two that miss it. For me, it was and, Levine uh, and Brown. Right. So, and yeah, Mitchell's the Mitchell's one that he'll get there. He's with Shea Gilgis Alexander. Like they're both young and they both are similar players. They'll get there eventually. Levine might have to find another team to get there. Yeah. Um, Who, who's the one or two shooting guards in the league that you see in the next like five to seven years as being like the next torchbearer? Like who who do you like? You know, down the road, is it a Buddy Heal, the Dylan Brooks? You know, is it a Tyler we're talking, Harrow? We're talking like hasn't shown anything yet. No, 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 no. Just has shown something, but you know, you just think that down the road he could end up being like one of the really top five players. Is it uh, a Devonte Graham? A, you know? I think a, a super sleeper that may, may, many people might not even know about is Gary Trent Jr. Yeah, I think he's obviously a a bench player for the for the Blazers, but he comes in and gives you fifteen points off the bench. And he's a sharpshooter, and pretty much showed in the in the bubble last year that he's really good. Maybe if he could get on another team that he could start on, because he's a starter on any other team. Yep. He just uh, obviously with that backcourt, he's not going to start for the the Blazers. Him, I think that uh, for some reason Malik Beasley is having like a career year, mm-hmm. averaging like twenty one points mm-hmm. for the Timberwolves, and I don't know why because I didn't even know who he was. Oh, you don't remember him at Florida State? No. But I think I think the number one is. I think the number one player is Shea, Gil- Shea Gilgis-Alexander. I think the dude is, he averages 23 and, and, and 5 assists. He's 
borderline a point guard slash shooting guard. He's six six. He's uh, I think he he's a perfect combo guard of take speed, take you to the uh, take you to the rim, and can also shoot. Yep. And uh, and work on it, you know, one on one. He's a he's a. I feel like he he plays like he's a a point guard because he. But he's built like a shooting guard, you know, six six one eighty is a sure. you know, shooting guard. Yep. But he plays like a speedy, uh, fast point guard. The problem is why... he plays in Oklahoma City. Correct. And that's you're seeing a theme. I know. Here with I know. Levine yeah. the, and right, him the crappy and, teams and Malik Beasley. Like these so, guys are all. So my put two, these guys on other teams and they'll they'll impact their team more. My two are R.J. Barrett on mm-hmm. the Knicks. I loved him at Duke. I think he's starting to come around, and he's starting to play really better. And I think with the new coaching staff and some better players around him, I think he could be really good. And the other one that I really like, and I just pray he gets healthy, is Karis LeVert. Yeah. You know, I mean, he was obviously in Kyrie Irving's shadow, but he was great on the nets, and he was coming on really strong. And then when he gets traded to Indianapolis, like, he could have a, he could be the dominant guy there. So I like him. I hope he gets better. Um, those two, to me, are, are, are destined right. for, for good things. I agree. Yeah, well, so next well, week. shooting guards. Next week we go to uh, small forwards. Small forwards. Small forwards. And, uh, is LeBron a small forward? He is. He is? There's there's too many so, small so, forwards. So do we have just the top four? Or, you know, the, the two through five? Or you're not going to put LeBron first either? I think I have to put LeBron first. Do you? You think? I don't know. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I think yes. We'll see you on Friday. That's going to do it for today's episode. Make sure you share the podcast with your friends and your family if you enjoyed. Follow me on all socials. On Especially on TikTok, I'm posting daily sports content as well as answering all your fantasy football questions. If you leave me a comment on any of my videos, I'll make a video responding to it. Uh, get me to 1,000 followers. We're almost there by football season. Also, you can follow me on Instagram at the Sports Appeal Podcast. My TikTok handle is Sports Appeal AJ. My Instagram is the Sports Appeal Podcast. Follow me on all those. You can also listen to any other episodes of the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Just search up the Sports Appeal. Also, you can go to my homepage, anchor.fm slash AJ-Teal to get to all the external links.